The Raiders uh, finished 6-11 last season. Nine of those losses by one score. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined in sports zone by Vic Tafer, the athletic, to preview the Raiders. Vic, how does an NFL team lose nine games by one score? That's tough. you got to really do a good job of focusing and breaking down at the right moments, I guess. Was there like a common denominator in some of these losses at least? I think you know, the offense I didn't do enough. I think they had leads. They didn't take advantage of it. Defense wasn't very good. So they would uh, fold at the end and maybe uh, some bad coaching moves on top of the cherry on a Sunday. So it's kind of everything that uh, could have gone wrong uh, went wrong. That kind of leads into my next question. I was going to ask you: Was it a kind of was it a lack of talent on the roster, or you know, more questionable coaching decisions? Do you think? Probably just maybe uh, you know, overall chemistry. I think there was definitely talent in the roster. You look at you know got Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and Max Crosby, probably three of the top forty guys in the league, and Derek Carr that came in with high hopes last year for him. So I think talent wise, they had guys. Just I think that the you know, new coach, new system didn't quite click both on defense. It was too complicated on defense. And for whatever reason, Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels didn't really, didn't really click. Okay, so how did Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler attack the offseason in an effort to turn things around from uh, those close losses last year? It's kind of a weird approach. They really like they kind of took a step backwards. They're not really like you know, they're trying to win, but they're also looking at looking ahead, trying to build this the right way in, in their words, and kind of maybe not uh, selling. The future for the present, like they kept the draft picks, so they um, they're trying to. But you know, one of the big problems in, with the Raiders over the last you know, decade or so, even more than that, is really bad draft picks. They've had a horrible draft history, so that would be the first step of turning it around is having success uh, with with your picks. Yeah, you know, kind of adding to the oddities of last season. At least I think this is odd. They were three and three in AFC West division games, but they were three and eight in all the other games. Uh, should we read anything into those numbers, or is that just kind of a one-year thing? Yeah, I think it's a one-year thing. I think the Broncos were you know, obviously horrible last year, so that was a couple right there. So, and, and they, were, they were they were competitive with the Chiefs. I mean, not they can't beat them, but they can kind of their offense is able to score points against them in the last few years. So, uh, the Chargers are kind of a weird team; they're always kind of hard to predict. So, I think it's very very tough division. It was last year. This year probably got a little better. I think that you know the Broncos had a big move. And getting Sean Payton, they're going to be better. I think uh, the Chargers are healthier defensively. That's a big reason. So it's a tough, tough division. Vic Tafer, the athletic, currently in the sports zone. Okay, so Jimmy Garoppolo is reunited with Josh McDaniels. Uh, so why is Derek Carr not there anymore and Jimmy G in? Just because I think Jimmy G is you know, obviously more comfortable with the system. You and Josh are together in New England. I think that's, that's a big deal. I think uh, just uh, personality-wise, we have a better fit. I think um, – Jimmy's more of an easygoing kind of guy. I think um, maybe not as high, strong as Derek is. And just, uh, you know, Derek has been here for nine years, and it's a long time for one quarterback to be here. So I think, uh, uh, you know, change of scenery is probably best for, for everybody. Josh Jacobs, he led the league at rushing last season, signed a deal for this season just last weekend, now is uh, ready to go. He says no hard feelings. Do we believe that there are no hard feelings? And do we expect him to be full bore right out of the gate here? Yeah, I think the key word there was no hard feelings now. Like at this second, there's no hard feelings. I think there, <laughs> there definitely were. I definitely, I'm sure, I think there will be in the future because I don't think they have long-term plans for him. But, um, you know, he, he realizes that just the, the, the plight of the running back in today's NFL, the top running backs, so you really – 
uh, you know, he had a proven year last year. He obviously proved it. He won the league in rushing last year, but uh, didn't get the, the money he wanted. So he's got to try it again this year. I think he's fine health-wise, and he's in good shape. So I think two weeks to kind of rev up and get ready. I'm not sure it'll be like 25 touches week one, but it should be you know, a lot. It should be 18, 20. I think he'll be in there as much as he can be. Jimmy G, uh, certainly plenty of receiving weapons. Devontae Adams, they brought in Joe Jacoby Myers, Honey Renfro, seemingly healthy. Uh, Ricky tied in Michael Mayer. Uh, how might that distribution, all those receivers, any idea how that might work out? I think Devontae definitely be option one. I think they'll give him the ball a lot because he's, I think, the best guy in the league. I think um, Jacoby Myers, again, I think I know the system very well. He'll be a good fit. I think the thing with Jimmy this year is he wants to show he can actually throw the ball you know, deep downfield to kind of knock on him in the past because he doesn't have a big arm and it's kind of a dink and dunk guy, which may be true, but he'll tell you it's kind of also a product of Kyle Shanahan's system. That's not what he has to do is not air it out. So this year maybe he might do more of that. So we'll see if that works. You know, Darren Waller out, uh, Mayor in. You know, how's that going to work out? Um, you know, just uh... – Obviously, uh, you know, Waller was injured some last season, but uh, Mayer was certainly a productive player in college at Notre Dame. Yeah, different kind of guys. You know, Darren obviously is one of the better athletes around. You can, can't really cover him with either DBs or linebackers, kind of an athletic freak. Where Mayer's more of a you know, short yardage, tough catch kind of guy. He can catch him in crowds. Not going to create a lot of open space, not really fast, but a very smart guy. So I think I might be a slower you know, adjustment for him this year. I think the new system, and they also have. Austin Hooper, so they can kind of work Michael in slowly. So yeah. I'm not sure you'll see big numbers from from Mayor this year. Okay, one thing that was not good on well, a few things weren't good last year, but on the offensive side, red zone touchdown rate was really bad. Uh, you know, Jimmy G, that's been something he's been good at. He's got lots of weapons here. Is that they, they, I assume they expect a big improve, big improvement in the red zone touchdowns this year. Yeah, that's one of the big reasons they brought him in. I think they look at those numbers and his history, and Derek has not been that good the last few years for whatever reason in the red zone. So I think the plan is you know, to establish a running game. Josh will get his touches, touchdowns. But I think also you see like all the guys you know, differently using in the red zone, like that. Well, Adams you mentioned, and Matt Meyer, and, and, and Michael Meyer, and even that. So I think there'll be a, a spread out attack, and then the red zone's going to get some more, more touchdowns. The offensive line, uh, led by Colton Miller, uh, was good last season. You, you would think it's going to be good when you have the league's leading rusher. Why was that group so effective last year? Were you surprised they were that good? And might do you think that continues uh, as far as their effectiveness goes this year? Yeah, I was surprised. They definitely, I think, they overachieved last year. They kind of brought the same group back this year. The only thing new guy is Greg Van Rotten, former Bills veteran. So just kind of, uh, you know, um, Zone blocking scheme. They only really need like you know, huge standout athletes. I really think they can get Josh enough of an opening. And so it's kind of the same plan as last year. They haven't really attacked it with like big talent, big signings, but they feel comfortable in their system and their scheme. And these guys can get it done again. Previewing the Raiders with the uh, with Dick Vic Tafer of the Athletic. Uh, the defense uh, not good last season. Thirtieth in sacks, twenty eighth in yards allowed, twenty sixth in points allowed. Why was the defense that bad, and what do you forecast this season? It was a combination of uh, lack of talent and, and bad coaching, I would say. I think uh, Patrick Graham in his first year didn't really ever get it rolling. I think he, the first excuse was too complicated, and when he dumped it down, it was too easy for opponents to figure out. So 
never really, really got uh, his footing. I think they, the plan this year is to kind of have a defensive line carry him. That was that Max Crosby. Charlie Jones was good in, in burst last year, not only overall. He needs to have a complete year this year. And then the first-round draft pick was Tyree Wilson, the big-time pass rusher. So the hope is that those three guys get enough pressure on the quarterback and makes life easier for the guys behind them, a linebacker in, in the secondary. Okay, let's get into those guys a little bit. You know, Crosby, I think we all acknowledge, is really good, so we'll just kind of move away from him and assume he's going to be really good again. You mentioned Chandler Jones. He was wildly inconsistent while he was here, left for the big money from uh, Arizona to go to Las Vegas. Uh, kind of MIA, it seemed, last year. What are the Raiders expecting from Jones this season? Yeah, I mean, he had a really slow start last year. He didn't make a lot of plays. And he came on strong before he got hurt. So, I mean, he says, you know, he still has something to prove. He's in great shape. I think you, you mentioned the ups and downs. And the Raiders hope there's more, you know, the steady um, results this year. But he's in good shape. And uh, you would think that with him and, and Crosby and Terry Wilson will have his chances to get to the quarterback. Okay, let's get to Wilson next. Yeah, he was a, you know, he, if you watch Texas Tech games last year, he was somebody that you noticed seemingly like every play on defense. He was a, definitely a difference maker. They drafted him seventh overall. What have you seen him, uh, from him thus far? And uh, what are realistic expectations for him this season? That's tough because he had that foot injury, which he kind of missed all the pre draft workouts. They still got picked, and he actually didn't miss. He probably missed the first, I want to say, two weeks of camp. He probably started practicing about 10 days ago. So, still coming on slow. We had his first game action against the Cowboys last weekend. Uh, showed some flashes. So, just a big, powerful, explosive guy. Very raw. But you think, again, it's a good spot for him because he can learn from guys like Crosby and Jones. Doesn't have to come in and be the guy from day one. But I think they plan to move him inside a little bit and outside. Have all three guys in the game at, at some point. So, I think, you know, it's... Uh, it projects to be pretty good if he gets uh, if he stays healthy and, and learns from two guys ahead of him. Okay, the back seven, some good and not so good last year. How do you break that group down? Uh, those two groups down this season. Yeah, it's kind of a wild. It's a I don't want to say crapshoot, but it's kind of a wild card because you know the, the big guy they brought in, I guess, not really a big guy, but Robert Spillane from the Steelers is kind of like a big signing back there. He's a linebacker who didn't really ever uh, take off in Pittsburgh. He had that one big hit against Derrick Henry, I think we all recall, but. Other than that, it wasn't a lot there, but they think he's going to take the next step. He's definitely been a leadership-type guy in a camp, very loud, very vocal, kind of a, a very physical player. So the hope that he takes a step up and becomes a consistent guy who can play all, all three downs on, on the field. How about the secondary? Also, um, a bunch of wild cards. you got Marcus Epps from the Eagles, who never was a big name there, but he's a steady guy there. They hope he can be kind of a, a leader-type here and kind of be a consistent guy who makes tackles and doesn't blow coverage, and ideally, the hope is he can be in a, um, kind of a steady influence on Trayvon Merrick, their other safety, who was a second-round pick two years ago. Hadn't done much in two years. Kind of been, uh, I don't want to say invisible, but uh, you know. But hopefully he has the talent and the athletic ability to kind of take a jump this year with Epps' help. And the Raiders, an excellent kicking duo with Carlson and Cole. Usually, special teams help you win the close games. That didn't quite work out for the Raiders last year. Should we just assume that the Raiders, uh, that the special teams are like the least of their concerns? Yeah, those two guys are probably, like you said, two of the best in the league. And I'd argue, like people talk about the games they lost last year. They also won some close games. So, I mean, I think you can't. It's always, 
it's always easy to look back and say, well, they could have been better if they won these games. They also like, won a bunch of, they had one game with Chandler Jones, had that crazy you know, return on the, uh, on the bad lateral, yeah. so that was a crazy win. So it, it kind of balances out, but they're very confident. I mean, Carlson kicked a 62-yarder, I think, uh, last weekend, so he's, uh, he's a guy for the Vikings will always regret letting go, but uh, he's, he's nailed. So definitely they're not worried about their kicking game uh, whatsoever. All right, so the season win total for the Raiders, it uh, fluctuates uh, worldwide. I've seen as low as 6.5, high 7.5. What do you think is a realistic Raiders win total in 2023? Yeah, I have to go over and up by a lot. Like I mentioned, it's a tough tough division, and their first four games are brutal, but I think they'll survive. Right. And, uh, I'm going eight wins, I think. I think I won't mean I'll get to the over, but not by a lot. Vic, good stuff. Appreciate it. Have fun. Thanks. I will take care. Vic Tay for the Athletic and